Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode number three of season eight. Today is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. My name is Sonal Patel, and this is the Paint the Medical Picture podcast series. Now, I hope everyone's doing all right, and you guys enjoyed a great day of service and giving back this past Monday on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I just wanted to share his truly, truly, truly spectacular words when he received his Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo, Norway, back in 1964. And he said, quote, I have the audacity to believe that peoples everywhere can have three meals a day for their bodies, education and culture for their minds, and dignity, equality, and freedom for their spirits, end quote. So beautiful, right? Now I know we have much more work to do as a peoples today to achieve Dr. King's visions of social justice and equality for all. Now, why don't I go ahead and pivot all of us into today's session, okay? I've got quite a bit to get into in the trusty tip section, um, and I'm going to be diving into the new HICPICS codes for 2023 in my compliance recommendations in today's trusty tip. And of course, very special, I'm going to be rolling out that red carpet for my very newsworthy guest today, Ryan Rangel. And I'll close out today's episode with some inspirational words, a few more inspirational words on creativity from one of my very favorite Fauvist period painters, Henry Matisse. If you guys have checked me out on LinkedIn, you know I'm all about compliance and protecting our physicians and our valued healthcare professionals when it comes to the business of medicine. I hope this week with me brings you enough to take back to your organizations, to want to dive in deeper, to use my tips and best practices to ensure success. I hope this podcast will help you boost the quality of documentation capture and improve coding accuracy as you help all of your providers paint the medical picture. If you like what you're hearing, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button now so you don't miss another episode please write in a review and kindly drop me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to my podcast. I really love your support. And I do mean it's everywhere. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Stitcher. It's everywhere. Now, as always, a friendly disclaimer. Remember, I'm bringing you the news, current healthcare industry news, my compliance tips and my recommendations based on my over 12 years of experience in front office, in back end, in coding, and in billing for multi-specialty physicians, in compliance, and in auditing for both ENM and surgical operative reports. These are my opinions alone and are not to be construed as legal advice. So let's get into a very special newsworthy that features my fabulous guest, Ryan Rangel. I'm so excited for today's session with you, Ryan. Now, Ryan is an accomplished sales professional with 14 years of experience. He has significant experience in developing and leading highly successful sales teams while consistently achieving and outpacing sales goals and performance measurables. His ability to problem solve and collaborate as an integral part 
of a cross-functional leadership team in order to increase revenue, profit, and brand awareness is bar none. Most importantly, what you cannot see on paper is an exceptional work ethic, drive, dedication, and a firm belief in honesty, integrity, and respect. Oh my goodness, Ryan, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Happy to be here. I appreciate that uh, introduction as well. Oh, absolutely. Now, you and I just met at the AMBA conference back in October in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, AMBA, of course, is the American Medical Billing Association of Billing Professionals and Billing Company Owners that gathers together in Las Vegas in one hotel conference room or another year after year. It's one of my favorite conferences to be a part of. And, you know, I was simply impressed by you as well as your team at 360 Connect's feature of literally being able to connect folks to other reputable and vetted medical billing services. So I loved seeing you guys at the AMBA conference this past October, right? But before we get into all of the information that I know you're going to share with my audience, I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit more about yourself, right? About your journey into the world of B2B sales and marketing, business stuff overall, right? And now your pivot into the business of healthcare. I'd love to know everything. Everything. Okay. Um, well, how I started, uh, I guess from the beginning, I've been in uh, sales and marketing for the last 15 years, uh, but I've been in the B2B world for, I would say, around seven years or so uh, in both the sales and marketing aspect. Um, now, I started my venture in the B2B world when I first started with 360 Connect about five to six years back, uh, but more in the account management end. Now, um, <clears throat> obviously, from there, so now my, my interest grew. Um, and because it was the best of both worlds for me, meaning I can work with both businesses uh, that are in need of services uh, for their business. And then I can also work with uh, businesses who have those services, but most importantly, have a need to grow their client base. So getting to help businesses connect and grow is something that I've always enjoyed doing. Um, I've had the ability to work with suppliers and finding new businesses and having the ability to work with um, and work on developing the leads in for our clients and now the ability to help grow the business as well. So that's kind of where, what got me here. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how is it that you find other businesses then? If this is a B2B specialty that you seem to be honing in on now, I think you had mentioned that you're from Austin. Correct. Texas, correct? Okay. So do you primarily generate and find your leads in Austin or in the state of Texas or thereabouts in general, or do you find people more nationally? Yeah, good question. So uh, yeah, 360 Connect is based here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we've been in business for around 16 years now. Um, the good thing is, is we work with billing agencies of all size. Uh, both regional and national levels. So whether you're in Austin, Rhode Island, California, anywhere, uh, we have the capacity to work with you. The nice part about the medical billing industry is um, this industry has the advantage to, 
to kind of bill with their clients nationwide, right? So that part doesn't really hold back. Now, um, in terms of how we find our clients and develop that end, um, so the way that we find our leads uh, while they're actively looking, now I know when I say that people are like, okay, what does actively looking mean and how do we find them during that process, right? Right. Uh, so the way that we do that is we spend heavily on a monthly basis in, on uh, PPC and SEO in places like Yahoo, Google, Bing, and other avenues such as LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and email marketing to capture these doctors or physicians while they're actively looking uh, for medical billing companies, right? Uh, now, uh, once that doctor or physician lands onto our landing page, they input their contact or business information, uh, what specialty they're in, and most importantly, how many physicians are in that office. Uh, once they hit submit on that form, they're stating that they're looking for the for this service. Um, now, once that form comes in, we get it here in house where our lead processing department works hard to verify that information before matching it with our suppliers. So generally, that's where a lot of people think our job's done. Um, however, now once um, we aim to verify these leads. So our first and preferred method um, is to phone verify these leads. So we get mm -hmm. them on the phone, actually speak to them, mm -hmm. um, answer any questions that they may have. Our second method is through our lead scoring algorithm, meaning a uh, name comes in at um, Jeff Bezos at yahoo.com. Our lead scoring algorithm is not going to send that out or right. give it to my, uh, <laughs> 16 years, little things like that. We're pretty good at catching. Um, and then the, the, the third method um, is through our internal audit team. Now, once it verifies and goes through that process um, and we've matched them up with you and four other companies, we let that doctor or physician know on that call uh, what companies they've been matched with and most importantly, what companies they should be hearing from in the next couple minutes. Um, that's really nice thing because one, the doctors, as you know, are really busy people. So it's hard to kind of get that open door. Uh, but two, kind of also branding, letting them know what companies are going to be in contact with them. Um, <clears throat> now, I know oftentimes people tell me that process sounds kind of long uh, uh, from the moment of, of our, our marketing end to getting them on the phone and sending them to your sales team. Um, now, in all actuality, it's a very quick turnaround. Uh, so from the moment that that doctor or physician hits submit on the form uh, to us sending it into your inbox or your sales team is generally around five to seven minutes. So we, tr we consider our, our leads uh, true intent, real-time leads um, on that end. Did that answer your questions? My God, you're so detail-oriented in your process. I really liked what I was hearing that you guys not only have the algorithm strength behind you, right? Your team knows about SEO and you guys really go the full length of how to find and partner with these types of billing companies. So I really liked hearing about the kind of, at least as an outsider, the tedious and detail-oriented way of how you connect businesses together. Yeah. I really appreciate that, right? Um, and I know I myself, definitely, we were at AMBA, like I said, which is an organization for billing. 
specialists across the country, right? So it was really appropriate that you were a vendor at that conference. Um, you were surrounded by, you know, hundreds of people who had billing companies of their own, right? Mm -hmm. So when you generate leads, this quote unquote old fashioned way, right? On the computer with your algorithms, et cetera, that's one way of doing it. But I think I can also safely say that you guys are branching out a bit, I think, and attending these types of national conferences as well. So hopefully I can, you know, partner with you at some point here in the future and we can work together to see where you could also spread your wings as a company, right? And go and, and be a vendor at other associations um, that I happen to be a part of as well. I know lots of people who have their own companies and perform the billing services. Now, I think my audience would also like to know because I do have an international audience, but I'd like to know, do you have any clients or any need to take your company internationally? Is there a need for anything like that mm -hmm. for billing services that are offshore, perhaps not always in the US? Yeah, so we have a mixed bag. Right. We okay, have a of course, majority of our, our suppliers are here in the States. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have a handful that are overseas um, and there's no big difference between the both. Right. Um, it really we want to give our client or the lead that's coming through our service the best options. Right. right from pricing or whatnot. So um, and the, the nice part is, is uh, that qualification process that I mentioned is our suppliers are receiving those type of qualified leads on a daily basis. We're generating around 120 to 200 on a monthly basis like that. Um, so definitely can help a lot of billing, a lot of these billing companies grow internationally or here in the States as well. Okay. That brings up another question. Do you have clients in the hospital space or are you strictly focused on provider based clinics? Uh, we have everywhere. Um, everywhere. Okay. Yes. And then we have a lot, we have a couple clients who are very, very specific in their niches, right? Um, mm -hmm. so, um, if you do it, we've probably we've touched it essentially. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. In years in business, I'm sure we've probably touched it. I love that. I love that, Ryan. Okay. So I think you've answered my questions on how you guys generate those leads and connect the right people together. You've also explained that you do work internationally as well as just regionally in Texas, as well as throughout the country. Um, so like I said, I have lots of people in my network, right? And especially in 2023, I would love to figure out a way of how we can partner together, right? And help businesses grow and achieve their full potential in the new year. Right. So in terms of where do you guys see yourself going? Right. You personally, I tend to ask all of my first time guests this particular question. It's rather cliche, but timely because we just passed the new year. So we're already into 2023 and we all had to sit down and probably make those vision boards for ourselves and those lists of where we want to go in the new year. So I think this is a perfect question for you as well, right? Where am I going to see Ryan in the next five years? 
Uh, that's a great question, Sunil. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Still in the business end, right? Um, right. My true passion for me is really watching other businesses grow and having something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so ideally, it'd be still nice to be with the 360 uh, family and, and just watching that growth from not only our suppliers, uh, our leads, but our, our internal company and uh, colleagues as well would be would be great. Um, what does your next five years look like? Now, I know most of your listeners might not realize that we met in uh, Paris. Wasn't the actual Paris. So. <laughs> um, uh, Chanel joked to me that she was on vacation in actual Paris because it's something she's always wanted to do. Um, however, it was in Las Vegas. So that wasn't the real place. So <laughs> do you see yourself traveling to Paris in the next five years? And uh, you know, you know what? Yes. And your listeners do to help you get there. Oh, seriously. I know I've talked to my listeners about Paris. Yes, I did tease my audience about the same thing that I was going to Paris, but haha, the joke's on me. I'm just going to Las Vegas. But yeah, absolutely. You know, that's on my bucket list. You know, I have always wanted to go to Paris. So definitely within these next five years, that's on my bucket list for sure. I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. But no, I love your five-year plan, right? It's about making relationships continue to grow. Mm -hmm. So I heard you say that there's nothing wrong with continuing on that path, right? Because in and of itself, that's going to continue growing because we know this healthcare space is huge. Um, Even though this COVID-19 pandemic that we're still in. It's the beginning of 2023. And yeah, we're still in a PHE crisis here. But you know what, it will end here, hopefully within the next few months. But healthcare is always going to be needed. And so folks like yourself are always going to be needed um, to, you know, make those connections and relationships continue to flourish. So I, I love hearing that I know you can continue growing and building a lot more in these next five years. So it's exciting. It's exciting, Ryan. So now, you know, before you have to go, I don't know if my audience all knows who you are or where they can find you. So hopefully in my show notes, I can put down where I found you was on LinkedIn. Perhaps I can put that in my show notes or maybe your company. Yeah. Um, you could put down my LinkedIn company name, um, um, any of my social media stuff. Um, and if your listeners are also more interested in learning more about how we can help, they can also email us at sales at 360 connect.com. Absolutely. I'm going to make sure I include all of those details in my show notes. So Ryan, is there anything else that we did not discuss in our conversation today that you can leave my audience with? No, ma'am. I think we covered everything all the way down to Paris. So I think we (laughs) wonderful. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here and I look forward to working with you in the future as well. Likewise. And now it's time for my best practice tips and trusty tip. So in today's new compliance tip, I wanted to focus on some of the new 2023 HICPICS codes. Now, first of all, I finally received my brand new 2023 HICPICS book last week. 
the shipment from the AAPC was a little bit late this year. So it was the last book in my in my trifecta of three AAPC books that I get year after year. Um, the first one being that ICD-10 code book that is published in October when I received that towards the end of September. So that was book number one. And then book number two is, of course, our CPT code book, um, which is also published in around October timeframe, November. So I just received that coding book because all of those CPT codes were effective just a few days ago on January 1, right? And then the last book that is released in December is the Hickpix book. And like I said, the shipping was a little bit late this year. I just received it a few days ago. Anyway, I was totally excited and was so nerdy opening it, right? Um, and I loved opening it up and I wanted to actually put my eyeballs on some of those new codes that I want to reveal to my listeners today, right? Now, in general, there are over 153 new healthcare common procedure coding system also known as HICPICS codes, right? And in addition, there are many revisions and deletions as well to this year's book for 2023. Now, what's important for those of my cardiology people in the audience, you're going to be seeing several cardiology-specific changes, including new codes for catheter placement in the coronary artery for coronary angiography. There's also brand new revascularization options, as well as some brand new pacemaker codes. Now, there are a whopping 16 new cath placement codes, so make sure that you get familiar if you're a cardiology specialty coder. Now, there's also a handful of new drug codes, which I always like to see for the cardiology specialty as well. Super exciting. I love seeing my new J codes year after year, and these handful are also exciting to me. Now, however, in today's episode, I wanted to focus in on those new G codes that were developed by CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, due to a little bit of additional nuance against the new overhaul of those ENM guideline changes in 2023, right? By the American Medical Association, that's our AMA, for the CPT or the current procedural terminology code set. Specifically, the new codes are those G codes for prolonged services. Now, based on that little bit of, you know, quote unquote, quote unquote, disagreement about when to start counting prolonged service time, you're going to be using these new G codes for your Medicare types of patients for reporting prolonged services instead of using CPT prolonged service add-on codes of 99417 for the office and other outpatient settings or that prolonged service CPT code add-on for 99418 for the inpatient or observation or nursing facility settings. Now, let's go ahead and dive into those G codes. The first new G code, HICPICS code, is G0316, which is defined as prolonged hospital inpatient or observation care evaluation and management service beyond the total time for the primary service when the primary service has been selected using time on the date of the primary service. 
each additional 15 minutes by the physician or qualified healthcare professional with or without direct patient contact. And there's also a parenthetical note here that says to list it separately in addition to our CPT codes of 99223, 99233, and 99236 for hospital inpatient or observation care evaluation and management services. There's another second parenthetical note that says, do not report G0316 on the same date of service as other prolonged services for evaluation and management codes, 99358, 99359, 99418, 99415, and 99416. And then finally, the third parenthetical note states, do not report HCPCS code G0316 for any time unit less than 15 minutes. Now let's move on to the second new HCPCS code for prolonged service. That is G0317, and that's defined as prolonged nursing facility evaluation and management services beyond the total time for the primary service when the primary service has been selected using time on the date of the primary service, each additional 15 minutes by the physician or qualified healthcare professional with or without direct patient contact. And then it also has a parenthetical note, list separately in addition to CPT codes 99306, 99310 for nursing facility evaluation and management services. The second parenthetical states, do not report HCPCS code G0317 on the same date of service as other prolonged services for evaluation and management, CPT codes 99358, 99359, or 99418. And the last and final parenthetical note says, do not report HCPCS code G0317 for any time unit less than 15 minutes. And the last new HCPCS code for prolonged service is G0318, which is defined as prolonged home or residence evaluation and management services beyond the total time for the primary service when the primary service has been selected using time on the date of the primary service, each additional 15 minutes by the physician or qualified healthcare professional with or without direct patient contact. The first parenthetical note states, again, listed separately in addition to CPT codes 99345, 99350 for home or residence evaluation and management services. The second parenthetical goes on and says, do not report HCPCS code G0318 on the same date of service as other prolonged services for evaluation and management, CPT codes 99358, 99359, or 99417. And the third and final parenthetical note states, do not report HCPCS code G0318 for any time unit less than 15 minutes. And finally, I focus season eight's spark on creativity. I want this eighth season spark to be filled with our world's thought leaders, 
writers, artists, philosophers, everyone who inspires the need for creativity in all we strive to do. So, in this week's inspiring quote, Inspark is from the acclaimed French Fauvist period painter, Henri Matisse. Don't wait for inspiration. It comes while working. Absolutely true, right? I think this quote inspires us. It reminds us that inspiration and creativity do not always just flow endlessly from our pores. I think this quote inspires us to keep working, to keep doing, because it is the very act of working and doing that can unleash that creative spark, your creative genius. It's through that work that we can all leave our legacy of impact behind. I'm happy Henry Matisse's spark still burns brightly in all of us today. So that wraps up today's episode. And as always, I appreciate you all diving into today with me. If you want more information from me, please go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn. I'll leave links to everything in the show notes below. Now, in my final note today, you know, that PHE did end up renewing for another 90 days, the day of last week's podcast drop on January 11th, 2023. Now, we do have yet another pesky variant that's roaming around the U.S., and that is the COVID-19 variant XBB15. Now, our Health and Human Services, HHS, continues to promise us and our states and our providers that we should be receiving 60 days notice before the public health emergency officially ends on April 11th of 2023. But let's wait and see if we actually get those 60 days notification in early February. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Now, please have an amazing week ahead and please continue staying safe and healthy wherever you are in the world. Now, make sure that you're also taking the time you need each and every day to claim your mental health vitality, right? Carve that special time out for just you to make sure you are staying well. Thank you all so much for listening in on today's very special episode. And I hope every week with me, brings you closer to helping your providers paint a masterpiece. See you next Wednesday.